kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks. Welcome to the Yesterday! A kids' podcast about activism. I'm your host, Leo Bello Perry. On this podcast, we want to celebrate and amplify kids who are activating social change by using what they love to spread more love. Social change means providing opportunities for people and communities to recognize what's wrong and do something about it for the betterment of humanity. And on today's show, we're talking to Yell Kids, Martina, Daniela, Soren, and Alucard. They are members of the Youth Environmental Leadership Kids, and they go to my school. First, how are you today? On a scale of one to five, one being things are rough, five being too good. I'd say I'm a four. No matter how you're feeling, it's all okay. I'm glad you're here with me today. And did you know doing a self-check can help you understand how ready you are to learn new things or meet new people? For now, you can just sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Today's guests are Martina, Daniela, Soren, and Alucard of the Youth Environmental Leadership Kids, or Yell Kids for short. They lead an environmental club at school that focuses on raising awareness around environmental issues and then taking action. While you listen, think about what common interests you share with the kids at your school or in your community. Maybe there's an opportunity there to work together and you can help make the world better by starting at your school. The Yell Kids are already on the right track. And I can't wait for you to learn more about their work. Here's my interview with the Yell Kids. Okay, well, my name is Martina, and I am 12 years old. My name is Daniela, and I am 12 years old. Uh, my name is Alucard, and I'm 12. And my name's Soren, and I am 11. Very cool, very cool. Okay, how are you feeling? We use... One to five, one being the worst, I want to go back to bed, five being great, and yeah. Like a three or four right now. Same, I'm a three or four. Um, four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I kind of do want some more sleep, but probably a three. Okay, uh, what are some of your hobbies? I really like drawing. It's one of my favorite things to do. Recently, I've been getting into reading again. And watching TV or playing with my cats. For me, it would have to be painting or going on jogs, if not walking my dog. I'd say playing and drawing. Yeah. What do you like to play? I play, like, 
either toys and or outside or um, devices. Yeah. Okay. Leo, do you play Roblox? Yeah. Well, I make Roblox games. I'm right now working on a Roblox game. And I'm not going to tell you much besides the title. It is a Roblox egg hunt game called The Great Egg Ventures. What? That sounds very fun. Yeah. And other hobbies I do is I love to bake a lot. Like just last night, uh, I made some brownies and they turned out pretty good. Okay, Martina and Danielle, can you uh, tell us about your uh, organization? Okay, well, in the Yelp Club, it's basically where we talk and discuss about uh, environmentalist matters like climate change or plastic pollution or public health, things like that. And we see how we can bring attention to it or try to talk about it in the club. It's Youth Environmental Leadership Club. We call it Yelp for short. And what we do in it, it's, we technically, we speak about everything that's going on, especially to bring out the wor- the word about like everything that is going on, like with the really bad air pollution and stuff like that. I remember the invites when it first began, and then, so I was interested in it. And I also really like animals. I think we're extremely lucky to have this club here because uh, the reason I joined, we have a new system where all food waste could be composted, and I saw people messing it up and not giving and not giving a, about it, and it, and I was just like, it, it made me mad. So I I started helping out since the first day, and now we're already on was it the sixth week, fifth week? I forget, but f- for. Kids that don't have this at their school, first of all, you need one. And second of all, what the club is, is since it's my first year doing this, I'm a sixth grader now, and it's only for middle school. It is a club about, like, basically what uh, they said before us, uh, air pollution, environmental stuff, plastics. What I really focus in is single-use plastics. Yeah, I really focus in single-use plastics and composting, a subject that I've been into since I was three. Okay, when I was four and five years old for Halloween, I dressed up like a recycling bin. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, I, I think, like, one day I'll have my mom send you that picture. It, I was like a recycling bin. You know, like, it was like a cardboard costume with, like, blue duct tape all over it and like the recycling logo you know the i am trash meme that was literally it we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back the yell kids each share why they felt joining this club was such an important step be right back Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our Kids Book About series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. 
and we can help our kids know what it feels like to belong and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you it's very, very evident, right? Because I like to say your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of A Kid's Book About Belonging. Check out our Kevin Talks About Belonging episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life. And when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Welcome back to the Activators! In my conversation with Yell Kids Club members Martina, Daniela, Soren, and Alucard, they're a group of middle school students in California with a mission to raise awareness and action around climate justice. Okay, why did you join Yale? Okay, well, for me personally, I joined Yale because it was sixth grade. We were stuck in, well, not really stuck, but we were still in the pandemic. And it was a like, strong time of the pandemic. And I saw the Renifer Yale Club and I read it and said uh, Youth Environmental Leadership. And I was immediately interested because since like fourth grade, we had a project in school that really like opened my mind. It was where we had to create something for the school so the school can be more green. Like me personally, with my group, we did a garden to uh, like rebuild the garden and then how like the water system more eco-friendly. And that really like opened my mind like, hey, this is like, like really cool. I should like learn more about this. For me, the reason why I joined Yale was because my grandma, she has like really, really bad asthma. And my baby cousin, she gets like really sick due to the air pollution. And for me, I have like when like a bunch of climate change and stuff starts to happen, I get really bad respiratory issues. And ever since I was little, like, I cared about the planet a lot. And especially when I saw that, like, so many people were dumping trash and it was, like, going into the ocean and, like, harming animals. Like, I wanted to do something about it, but I couldn't until in sixth grade when I came to the school of the Youth Environmental Leadership Club. And instantly, I really wanted to join. Wow. Well, I think this is really important because basically if we don't, global warming continues and the earth gets hotter and hotter. And Antarctica is um, melting slowly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of animals that need our help. And basically if we don't save them, some of them are really important, like bees, which you may think are bad because they sting you. But they're really actually pollinating the flowers and plants, which are basically, if we don't get have any plants or fruit, the food chain just breaks. I mean, I 100% agree with that, but I also have my own reasons. Ever since I was like, really, I mean, I'm still young, but when I was like, when I was like four and five, I kept seeing trash all over our neighborhood. One time I walked down our street, and this was recently, I walked down our street. I saw like a McDonald's large drink. And then like another time, 
it also just like makes me mad with some companies that will pretend and put on a mask and say their products can be recycled. Like, for example, some Dunkin' Donut cups that I've seen, some of them are, actually all of them, are made of styrofoam. And last time I checked, styrofoam can't be recycled. Unless I just missed, like, a thousand years. And it was just making me mad at, like, these companies that have so much money and they can afford to produce the the right materials and the ones that can save our earth, like Dunkin' Donuts. I bet they have, like, over a couple million dollars. They can afford to uh, supply us with all paper cups or all biodegradable cups. But no, they choose to supply us with styrofoam so they can save, like, 31 cents. Makes me mad. Okay, I... How do you picture the world of the future? Okay, well, if things don't change, like if we don't change things right now or in the next two years, I think that it, the sky is going to be like gray. Like right now in Los Angeles, if you like, if you stand on a tall building or something and you look around like on the horizon line, it's gray. It's not blue anymore. It's gray. And to me, that's just so sad. So I think it's going to be gray. There's going to be let more plastic in the ocean than fish and like not as many trees and a lot of like company buildings. That's how I picture the world. That's same for me because what Martina said in the beginning, like if we don't fix like anything now, like let's just say in like 15 years, like half of the planet's going to probably be filled with like, a bunch of plastic like just like me going to the beach like I can already see so much plastic in the ocean and it's just like crazy like how many people like really don't care that like by all the plastic that they that they thrown like it becomes a big deal because we get like a lot of air pollution and it's like it could harm us like really bad I have no words. I'd say instead of the dark, scary, terrifying ending, the good ending will, we will care more about the environment. Things that are supposed to be thrown away won't be used by plastic. There will be more trees, more environments, more animals. Antarctica will start growing again. Fish fish and other endangered animals won't they won't they'll start growing back again, the population. Wow, no words. Mike, no words. I know this part is imaginary, but if I like just grew fifty feet tall, I just like stomp on all the factories. I'd just send them to the end of the world. That's where they deserve to go. There you go. And but that was just the that's just what I dream of doing if I grew fifty feet tall. But no, what I actually want to happen is I know how to fisher boats. Instead of fisher boats looking for fish, well, if they just dig out plastic, like I feel like if you can, like there's more plastic than anyone can imagine in there. Like, I feel like there's more plastic in, nano, in the oceans than there are humans. I don't know. 
I don't know if that's true, but it feels like it is at this point. Like all these plastic islands, all these stories of whales dying to, because they eat too much plastic. I don't know if that's true, but if it is that, and also, like there are the like no people producing harmful stuff like cigarettes or stuff that don't benefit our environment, and all big C, all big corporation CEOs like that would be locked in a solitary confinement for life. But seriously. It would just be a world where skies are blue and no one's polluting. Okay, no matter if you're already an activator or you're just getting started, I want you to stand up and be in your superhero pose. And we're all going to give a big activator cheer to Daniela, Martina, Soren, Alucard, like everyone. Okay, are you in your superhero pose? Are you ready to say activators on three? Okay. One, two, three. Activators! Okay, thank you so much, guys. It was so great to speak with Martina, Daniela, Alucard, and Soren about all of the amazing work they're doing through the Youth Environmental Leadership Club, Yell Kids is amazing. Here are some things I learned and lessons we can take with us as we make the world a better place. Number one, all of these kids have a common interest to help save our Earth and are working together at the school level to make a change at the world level. Are you a part of a school club where you can just chat, hang out with people who believe in similar things? and then come up with ways to make change at your school? Number two, do you know what composting is? Composting is a natural process of recycling organic matter, things like leaves or food scraps, into a really important fertilizer that can help make better soil, which means more healthy plants. Otherwise, that stuff is just thrown into the landfill, which really impacts our environment in a bad way because the methane, a gas, the trash produces is super bad for the earth, like a lot worse than driving around in our gas-filled cars. The Yelk had set up a composting system at our school, and they compost over 80 pounds per day, 400 pounds per week, or 1,600 pounds per month. In grizzly bear terms, the yell kids are composting the weight of four female grizzly bears every month. And that, put in pollution terms, every month our school is saving greenhouse gas emissions, bad gas for the earth, equal to someone driving in a car for a whole year. Way to go, yell kids. Number three. Do you ever think about things you purchase or use on a daily basis that aren't recyclable or compostable? Look around wherever you're sitting or standing right now and spot three different things. I see a water bottle, um, a basketball, and headphones. Now, think about the process of how they're made and what happens to them once you're done with them. Yes, companies should and need to be better. And we can take personal action in our everyday decisions too. 
Can you bring your own water bottle instead of using plastic water bottles? Do you have a compost system in your home? Think about the things you use in your everyday life and how you can change your daily behavior to help save the world. Like, literally. Thank you to the Yell Kids for joining us today, Martina, Daniela, Alucard, and Soren. Thank you so much. The Activators was written by me, Leo Bela Perry, with help from my mom. Our show was edited and produced by Matthew Winner with help from Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound Dawn Studios. Our executive producer is Shalani Memory. And this show was brought to you by A Kids Podcast About. You can write to us at listen at a kidspodcastabout.com. And check out our other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. See you again next week for another episode of The Activators! Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co., and I also host a kid's book about the podcast, and worth noting, I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.